I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 429 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, December 13th, 2020. I am Chris. Joining me today, the usual gang of suspects. We'll start first with Mr. Willie D. Nelson. With Mr. Willie D. Nelson. With Mr. Willie D. Nelson. I didn't know I wasn't muted. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. It does. Thanks for joining us, Willie. All right, and also here today, <laughs> the slightly chilly Mr. Anthony Bachman. Nope, nope, I, I refuse. I want my full new title, Twitch Affiliate Streamer, Anthony Bachman. Ooh. I got my affiliate email. What does that even do? I honestly have no idea. That's when you, uh, you can still get followers, but now I can actually start getting subscribers starting this week. So like, uh, I can do my own personal emoticons. People can subscribe to the channel. I can get bits when people cheer. Basically, it means I'm now allowed to actually earn money because I've done enough streaming that they're like, hey, now you're an affiliate. So basically, you can do a a Twitch streamer's level one. Anybody can Twitch stream. If you stream enough to hit their like minimum level, you become an affiliate. And then like when you go crazy and have like a thousand subscribers and like 8000 hours or something or whatever, then you become a partner and start making more money. And like they run like the high end commercials on your on your stream. So like now my stream, when you first go to it, will have a commercial. But if you subscribe, you won't see those commercials. And if you don't subscribe and you watch the commercials, Twitch gets money and I get money. So yeah, nice. now I can actually make money playing video games. God damn it. Mama said it wasn't possible. Yeah, the only thing I need to do for that is be able to stream seven day, some certain amount of days in a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to do. Yeah. And then I got it. Well, and you need better internet. Well, I mean, I can't do that because I can't stream any days here. Yes. But that's yeah. the problem. Yes. I have enough followers. I just don't have the the other thing. Yeah, because yeah, it's consistent number of viewers, and then yeah, number of streams within a certain like month long period. Yeah, you need to have yeah. X number of users per stream, basically, or it averages out to a certain number, and that's what kills yeah. us on this one. Is since we do this on a Sunday, it, it makes it tough. Well, for the concurrent well, yeah, at eleven. Program. Yeah, it's sure. tough. This church or time not. right now. There's people getting their religion on. Uh yeah, no, it, it was a funky week because, yeah, I, I went to wake up for work for my first day of work on Wednesday and had an email from Twitch saying I'm now an affiliate. I was like, cool. I basically now have two part-time jobs, and if I do them both very well, I will have a retirement, and I will get played to play video games, and I can't think of a better life. And then my heater died last night because all good comes with some bad. Well, if <laughs> so it's just I the igniter that's out, though. If it's just the igniter, that's relatively cheap to fix. True. Yes. And the good thing is, is I have an aunt that married an HVAC guy, and I'm literally going to call them when we're done with this and see if I can get Marty to come out and take a look at it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he came and took a look at it last time. It wasn't working. So having an HVAC guy in the family, good shit. 
Yeah. See, I'm sitting on a ticking time bomb right now, which is when they did my last inspection, they said, huh, we're starting to see some tiny stress cracks on your uh, heat exchanger, which oh. means when that goes, it starts spewing carbon monoxide into things and you can no longer use it. Now, I'm probably good through this winter, but I've only got like one or two winters left before I have to replace the entire system. And uh, that estimated cost, because you might as well replace the AC at the same time, uh, yeah. 12 to 15 grand. Hiya. <laughs> yeah. Homeownership wait, wait, is wait, great. No. Hiya. Time to move. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Make it someone else's I like problem. Uncle I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Someone else's problem. <laughs> God wants me to send Marty over to her place once he's done at mine. Apparently, everybody needs an HVAC guy. This tis the season <laughs> right. right now. I mean, no joke. It's part of the reason why I have the uh, the maintenance plan with my HVAC guys because. Yes, it costs me a little bit of money to have them come do the maintenance twice a year. But if something happens, I'm at the top of the queue. I don't pay overtime and I don't pay the emergency fee if something happens at, say, 5 a.m. and I need someone out here to fix it. Not a problem. Their 24-7 guy will be out here with no additional charge to me. So I was like, ha-ha! That's nice. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah. Oh, waking up to a freezing apartment is not good. And I'll be honest, I need to be able to like be comfortable this week. Because the last three days that I worked... I was sore than I've ever been in my life. So this week is going to suck because it's going to be the first full week of work. Chris, you said you're living the dream when you could have possible carbon monoxide spewing. There was sarcasm there, dude. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I don't understand sarcasm. It doesn't get through Willie's beady. I mean, I'm I'm also not concerned about it because we ran the heat full blast for 30 minutes. It had carbon monoxide sensors in all the vents where it detected literally nothing. And I have carbon monoxide detectors throughout the house also. So that's it's good. not really a problem. And those carbon monoxide sensors are tied into my smartphone, are tied into my email, and tied into the smart lights so that if the carbon monoxide sensor goes off, it turns all my lights on in the house red. We get it. What, what is it you get, Willie? I'm confused. We get it. You're tied up. You're teched up in your house. Don't we be jelly. understand. Do you want a smart house, too? We can build you one. Not really. No? You don't want the convenience of sitting down and be like, hey, A-word, turn on the TV. Actually, once, hey, A-word? I can't say. Well, he can't say. I've got Alexa one sitting on my out. desk because it'll trigger if I say the yeah. A-L-E-X-A. Oh, Alexa. No, gotcha. no, don't say the word. Yeah, his whole house is just full of triggers. I just set off something. I heard something beep. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have it. Oh, your phone's listening. Don't worry. It may not be Alexa, but your phone's listening. You can just say, hey, G-word, and it'll probably listen to you. Yeah, that's what mine does. No, stop doing that. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know if I actually hit a thing, an option to turn it off, but it doesn't do it no more. I used to say, if if I'm like over someone's house, I don't know, I'm like trying to find my way back, like, you know, through uh, new maps. I like to say, hey, Google, take me home. And it would just pop up and just show the me the thing. thing is now with mine, like I have to actually turn it on and then swipe the screen to where it's open. And then I can say, hey, G word. But before I could just say it with it sitting there. And I think that's them trying to say, oh, we're not listening when your phone's not on. And so they make it to where the Google Assistant acts like it can't hear you right now. That bitch is listening. No, there's just a different setting. You can have it still work on the lock screen. It probably just got turned off. Oh, I know when my phone's listening because that little Bixby icon will show up. Oh, that's right. You have a Bixby thing. You have Bill Bixby yeah, it'll show up and it'll go away. I'm like, oh, you're listening to me, you little bitch. I just that's, have, the, that's what the B stands for, not for Bixby, for bitch. I just have the Google Assistant. Right. And she shows up on the bottom of my phone and says, how can I help? Yep. I, I'm appreciative that none of you have uh, iPhones. I used to, but it's been many years ago. I've never had one. 
the UI is worse. Well, they've got widgets say. and stuff now too. They've kind of uh, a copy and a jo- adopted. <laughs> I called you a widget. I called you a widget. I called you a widget. <laughs> Listen here, you little shit. Why don't you go back to Fortnite, wherever you're appreciative. I've played Fortnite like three times in my life. I've played Fortnite probably the most here. Yeah, so you're the little Fortnite bitch is what I'm hearing. That's true. And I've picked you up. So? (laughs) (laughs) It always goes back to that. So? (laughs) That's what... I don't even know how to pivot out of it, so I'm just going to hit the button. There's no pivot. Live at the ATGN Studios on... uh, Internet. It's the news of the week. Welcome to the news of the week. It's that part of the show where we run down what's in our minds. Some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up here in the last week or so and share it with you guys who are listening or watching the show. Now, uh, show title is tentatively We Sold Our Soul to Disney Plus because there's a whole bunch of stuff coming up on Disney Plus. But before we get there, Willie has some thoughts on the Game Awards. So, Willie, I'm going to... You're muted again, I think. <laughs> I never said that. You had thoughts on something. He had thoughts yeah, on we... Cyberpunk 2017. Oh, that's yeah. right. Sorry, I was... I was... Yeah, My bad, Willie. My bad. I tune in to see yeah. Chris mess up No, no, lives. it's why it should be put in the show notes so I know what's going on. Uh, that's true. It is in the show notes. Damn, I thought I had you this time. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did. He updated it. Because normally it's not in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this is the time that Chris didn't look at the show notes, and now he's a damn fool. I did. Right, I just so I'm gonna take this time here to, to uh, yeah. For some reason, I cannot hyperlink in the show notes. I don't understand. I've never been able to. I don't get how to. I don't know if I really care to. But it's there. So yeah. So that's part of my problem every week. Uh, I don't I'm know so, how to I'm hyperlink sorry. in there. You should just be able to paste a link in there and call it a day. Every time I do, it's just text. Well, I can turn it into a link after that, and it's not a problem. I know, I know, but I mean, I don't like making you do work when the thing should just do it itself. But I've done it. I've done everything right, and it's just dead. Yeah, so Willie. So here's what you do. Put the link in, and then push enter so it goes to the next line, and it should turn it into a link. I don't think I haven't done that. I don't know what you have and haven't done. All right. So Cyberpunk 2077 finally came out, right? Do you own it? Just question. I do. Have you played it? I have. All right, I have too. I'm I'm interested to see what your impressions are and thoughts on some of the uh, glitchy stuff. You're on a PS4 Pro, correct? Yes, I okay. am. Not on a base PS4 or a base Xbox One. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Fucking titles. God damn it. Fucking Xbox. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, quick little review. I'm enjoying my time so far. It's fun. It does have bugs. That's not a, that's uh yeah, but um, I've crashed, like hard crash blue screened a couple times. How far, how many hours in would you say you are right now? Just so people can get an idea. Ooh, it I should no tell idea. you in your save file. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's not on. If I turn yeah. it on, it's going to start using internet and then this is yeah. going all haywire. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I, I will say I'm a little over eight hours in. My wife is probably close to 15 or 16 hours in. I'm probably somewhere between you two because I haven't really had a lot of time to get to play. Let me put it this way. Friday night, uh, my wife didn't go to bed until like 2.30 a.m. because she lost track of time playing Cyberpunk. (laughs) So uh, I got one Uh, question for your wife. That's a good game when you lose track of time playing it. One question for your wife, Chris. Yes. How big is her dick? She is a lady (laughs) in the game. 
A bigger tits. I don't and know. And dick. Because you could do both. Because you can do both. Or you could be you could have nothing. You could be a kin doll. You can also have a glitch where your dick keeps floating out of your pants, too. Oh, you could be as anatomically correct as a Ken doll? You could be yeah. an angel you from just Dogma? Send me instructions on how to make this glitch happen? It depends on how the clothing fits in-game, but sometimes the way the clothing fits is that your body goes through the clothing, and it's almost always the dick, it seems like. It's not on purpose. All right, Chris, how big wow. is your dick, then? I did the regular size. Thank you. Oh, default? Yeah, default. I like how it says default, not average. I'm not... <laughs> I, I don't need to be putting any fronts on. Now... I, I, now, I do have another question, Chris. Okay. Cut or uncut? Cut. <laughs> Wait, you actually have the choice of cut or uncut yes, when you make yes, your character? There's you, penis one and penis two. You also Holy have the ability shit. to now, pick... that's detailed. You also have the ability to pick the design of the pubic hair, <laughs> if there is any, the color of it, and things like that. No joke. They made almost everything wow. customizable in this game. Someone made a cyberpunk male character that looks just like a real-life Peter Griffin. I was seeing on one of the uh, subreddits. That's wow. a that's a fake thing. Is it really? Is, yeah, because you can't make them fat. You can't. I don't know, man. It's the default body. That's all there is. Hmm. I mean, you know, with the weight. But it was like, just you know, shown from the head up. Yeah, when it had a fucking gigantic head, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Okay. I mean, I was because I, I messed with a lot of the stuff. You can't get them that big. That was unless I am wrong on that. I mean, I could possibly yeah. be. But, but I was like, there's no way you can do that. They, they did make everything customizable on there, and it was kind of fun. I was watching uh, one of the guys I watched a bunch of his tech YouTube videos was doing a charity stream of Cyberpunk. And I started watching it, I guess, Thursday because he got it a day early. Or he set his time code to being in New Zealand so that he could play early. I'm not sure what he did regardless. But he's setting up his character, and he's building a female character. And he started like finishing up the face changes or the face design and went to the next menu option and then all of a sudden in the middle of his stream on youtube which he had not put for uh had not put any mature content warnings on there's oh. just a topless woman on there he goes oh i guess i have to design boobs now <laughs> that is something i would like to talk about i am so surprised that they did not censor this for the consoles with the nudity like they did with a uh, conan exiles because in conan exiles you could have a big old floppy dick just swinging between your legs Blot, but that was the developer that made that decision. It wasn't because oh, ESRB said they had to or anything like that. I, know, I was just surprised they they just allowed. I said, "All right, we'll just do this anyway." When like I'm looking at Conan Exile, I was like, "Punk bitch, I can't have a big ass dick just flopping around." Because that was that was the most hilarious part of it. Now I don't even want to play it. It was free free PS Plus. I ain't playing it because I can't see my dick. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, surprised about that. And uh, so there are. Uh, how many bugs have you ran into, Chris? Have you ever had a hard crashing? I have not had a hard crashing. And oh. uh, supposedly PS5 and the Xbox Series models have not run into those issues. But I have had some weird That's issues. That's right. That's what you're playing it on, yeah. right? I have had some weird issues where characters like kind of just slide across the screen, for lack of a better term, and don't walk. And the one that really annoyed me is the early on prologue mission. You're in, I can't remember the name of the tower. But you have to kill an elite guard and then search his body to get a key card. Well, the guard spawned in the elevator and then got stuck in the elevator. So like he just kept like jittering back and forth in the elevator. Oh, shit. And I shot him <laughs> and killed him thinking, okay, maybe now I can search the body. And then I couldn't search the body. So I had to reload to an earlier save because I could not get the key card I needed to proceed any further. So that was the only game breaking glitch I've really run into. And the only other thing that's really weird, but probably a consequence of playing on the Series X is the quick resume feature does work. Well, I, I went out of the game. 
I was going and changing some settings in my Xbox. And for some reason, this is an Xbox glitch that started. I was using the R trigger to search through my game list because that goes a page at a time. And the R trigger stuck for some reason. So like I my cursor was stuck at the bottom of the screen. I couldn't get it to go up. So I pulled the battery out of my controller, put it back in, restarted. And then the controller was working fine again. I don't know what was going on on that one. The, the, the Xbox series x i hope i'm saying that right yes still uses battery packs yes we you bitched about this when Jesus. it was first announced months right. ago that they were I using god because it's, it's fucking 2020 man start using lithium-ion batteries yeah, but now man. i don't have to plug into my playstation if my batteries run out or my xbox i just put in two new batteries i don't plug into my playstation ever i have a i have a thing i have my uh, my phone charger in i have I mean, an old phone and, charger and it, that uses the i've got thing. panasonic rechargeable batteries that last longer than the battery packs would last in it anyways so who cares yeah. makes life easier yeah. for me this is a dumb thing to care about and we're not going down this path again yeah. fair <laughs> enough <laughs> so but, um, when i put the battery back in my controller and restarted i quick resumed the game and it just had a pop-up there it kept saying uh, please reconnect your xbox one controller and coming out of quick resume, it couldn't tell that the controller that I had disconnected was reconnected again. And so I had to force quit the game mm. and then restart the game. But it loaded quick enough that it doesn't really matter. That's the nice thing, I guess, on the next gen consoles. The load speeds are ridiculously fast. You don't hear, get to hear that woman talk about her on a radio show. Yeah. I mean, so oh, everything no. everything loaded pretty quick, which wasn't a problem there. So that's those are really the only major things I've run into. I've seen some weird AI driving bugs and stuff like that where I park a car at the side of the road. And for some reason, people just keep plowing into it and pushing my car down the road. And I'm like, the hell? Now, all these people are complaining about these bugs, right? There are. I there is know. a vocal group of people that are complaining about the bugs. And then there are other yeah. folks that are just like, eh. I want to know if all these people are complaining. Were they the ones that were also complaining about it being delayed? Because fuck you, you're the problem. You are the problem if you're complaining about the delays and saying, "Oh, it has all these bugs." No, you're the problem. So, in all seriousness, after I haven't run into a bunch of issues, but after having seen some of the issues that others have run into and seen some of the reviewers' reviews and the video footage of the bugs they ran into, the game probably should have been delayed again. There's not much polish on it now. Bear in mind, they also did Witcher 3, and when Witcher 3 came out, it suffered from the same problem, and about six months later, they had that polish on it. So if you're not playing it now and you decide six months from now to pick it up when it's on sale or something like that, you'll probably be playing or have a different experience than those of us that picked it up on launch day or launch week and started playing and ran into issues. And I will say this most recent patch they put out, it was like a 15-gig patch, seems to have cured a lot of the visual issues people were talking about now hdr is broken on the xbox game at least so hdr is all blown out and doesn't work properly and i don't know when that'll get fixed but the graphics they tweaked and cleaned things up and the new patch is seemingly fixing some of the stuff that i had noticed i'm glad you mentioned patch because well and i wondered too first patch oh, okay. CD Projekt Red is it's from uh, Warsaw, Poland, right? Do we know if they have like headquarters here for developers, or is it just one main company in Poland? I think they did all their work in their home base. I think it's I'm not just sure. one main company. I don't think. Okay, they, so yeah, then the question sure is, though. do we know if their country is one of the ones that actually knew what the fuck they were doing and they were actually to go able to go to work, or did they finish this game from home? Combination of home and office was my understanding because when it got delayed the last time, part of what they'd cited was uh COVID 19 concerns. COVID 19, yeah. So, not only are they doing crunch time on a giant game, 
after they promised the not to do crunch yes, time. Yes, that's a separate issue. But and they're yes. also yeah. doing crunch time from partially from home, which makes it even harder. I mean, yeah, that's and yeah, you're gonna have bugs. This game's fucking huge. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? Uh, what was I saying? I was uh, happy you mentioned something, Chris. Patches. What was it? You were happy I mentioned patches. Oh yeah, yeah, patches. So uh, did you get that first that uh, that first patch? You see how big it was? No, because it auto downloaded for me because I purchased 17 gigabytes. Well, and this last one was 15. Oh, there's another one. There's a, yeah, there was one that you got it a day. You got it like half a day before I did, but there was a day zero patch. And then there was another patch that came out like a day after the game dropped. And there was another patch. I think that dropped like yesterday or the day before. I think we're up to our second patch on the wow, game. Oh, the patch then. Yeah. Cause I think I'm up to like version 1.04, 1.0.4, I think now. Or maybe I had just both patches wrapped up in a while. I don't know. You could have gotten both at the same time because they got the bo- they got the second patch to PlayStation faster than they did to Xbox because of the approval process for patching. So you got it like eight to twelve mm. hours before Xbox gamers did. Oh, and this is also the next gen version isn't out yet, even though Correct. it's a free upgrade. Yeah, that's sometime in not out early 2021, early to mid 2021. Yep. They had said, and they also said the fir- apparently all the um, all the DLC is going to be free as well, just like on The Witcher. Mm. So uh, that they say that's also coming early 2021 as and well. And multiplayer is not coming until 2022, I think. What? Did, what they're going to mu- multiplayer for what? What? I don't know what all's coming in it, but they said it's bas- they said it's basically a different game, but that's set in that world. It, so you're not going to be mm. playing as V in multiplayer, is my understanding. Uh, and that's fair, but I mean, maybe it's be- like the Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer upgrade, to where it's based in the same world and the same game, same mechanics. But it's a totally separate game, basically. Boy, Which was an awesome free upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the game is fun. Uh, the, that's what I'm seeing. It's, you can do lots of things with it. It's slow to get to a point where you don't feel like you're getting your ass kicked in combat, though. Because early on, you don't have good weapons or anything like that. And I'm like eight, nine hours in the game. I finally got to a point where I actually have some good guns. And I feel like I can go into a firefight and not just keep constantly pumping med packs into myself. Mm-hmm. How cool are you? Uh, eight cool points, I think, is what it is. Yeah, oh, you're higher than me. I'm at five, but I think yeah. my uh, what's the one with the left Willy. of it? Is that body? No, no, body's top left. It's underneath. It's between body and cool. Reflexes? No, reflex is uh, reflex is the top one. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, that <laughs> though that one, uh, I have up the highest. And then I also have uh, the top right one where you, I have like the, where you do the hacks. Yeah, yeah, you that's, went the technical route. Oh, you goddamn right, I did. I want to hack people all day long. Mm-hmm. Give me that money too for hacking into things. I, I want to do hack and slash, and I want to get the mantis blades eventually and just uh, go to town on people. Yeah, I'm just waiting. Yeah, you have to berserker. You just have to wait till you get in there to get the fucking mantis blade. Be you have to have 20 street cred to get it. Uh, I'm My at, wife uh, just got them. Yeah, I think I'm at 14 street cred right now. Yeah. What's messed up is some of this stuff is 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 popping on my filter because I remember playing Cyberpunk in like my junior year of high school. <laughs> yeah, it's based off the tabletop game. Yeah. So yeah, I I remember like cool points. <laughs> yeah. First role playing game that had cool points. It's like, oh no, your character is cool. <laughs> you gotta be cool. Yeah. It, honestly, I mean, with this, you gotta be. with this game, I did. It didn't really click for me until this morning when I was playing before the show. Like, I, I'm eight hours in, and I finally got to the point where I was like, oh, this is fun for me now because I'm in the open world, doing random side quests, getting loot, leveling up, and I've gotten a, all of Act One is basically set up the story, and you're kind of 
on rails and you go here, you do this, you go here, you do that. And you don't really get that freedom and flexibility because it has to set up the game and the story and things like that, which yeah. is fine. But it, I was, it was not clicking with me until I got the opportunity to just be like, I'm going to drive through town and just see what's around and buy stuff and do random missions and save people. Which origin did you choose, Chris? I'm a street kid. What did you pick? Uh, Corpo. Yeah, my wife did Corpo. That's yeah, fun. And then my brother-in-law did the, uh, the out, not the outlaw, whatever the Mad Max kind of thing is that lives on the outside of the city. I mean, you can always go there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I looked at it. I would go there. I wanted to do Street Kid just because it sounded like the most interesting one to me. And it's unlocked some cool dialogue options for me so far. Oh, you get to, you get to like pressure some people with corporate. Like, oh, you want to talk down to me? I was in the corporate business, bitch. Yeah, I, I had one moment where I was trying to uh, find a police officer who someone had put a bounty on, basically. So I was interrogating people trying to find her. And it was in some crime lord's uh, market or something like that. And the dude's like, yeah, I've seen her, but I'll tell you for a bunch of money. So there was like a street kid dialogue prompt where I could basically be like, or I could just tell the dudes up there that you're hiding a police officer in here and they'll come take care of the problem themselves. And you know, they there like to remove limbs, sometimes hands, sometimes other things. And then the guy caved and was like, oh, here's where you can find her. Because he was scared <laughs> of the fact that I knew how to leverage the other street gang to basically nice. take care of that problem for me. So that was kind of cool. And they did say that your origin story will shape dialogue options in there. And if you are playing the game, they also suggest, and the reviewers as well, don't just rush through and do the main storyline because doing side quests and other things like that open other endings up for you at the end of the game. Yeah, but I don't know where to take a pause from the main storyline. Jackie's been waiting for me forever. He's just sitting on his motorcycle, just like, yeah, whenever you're ready. Oh, so you're you're still at the very beginning of the game with Jackie and stuff like that. Yeah, some Nari spooled. Have you met Johnny? So you haven't met Johnny Silverarm. I have not met Johnny. I was like waiting for that. I'm just, but I'm still just trying to do a lot of side stuff. Yeah, so I'm further on in the main story than you because I kind of just powered through Act One, and then on Act Two, I have not done any of the story missions yet. I'm just doing side quests so far, and I got a motorcycle now, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, you can just pick up a motorcycle anytime you want. Yeah, to. but this one's mine. I can you, I can hit the button and the motorcycle comes to me. I feel like it's better when you get to kill the people who do it in crime and say, oh, they have a motorcycle? Oh, that's cool. You mean my motorcycle? Yeah, but now I don't need to scrounge <laughs> for a vehicle whenever I need one. I just get off of a quick travel where I step out and hit a button and my car comes to me, or my motorcycle, rather. I'm happy with my car just coming. Uh, the driving is okay. You'll get a motorcycle yeah. eventually. The motorcycle drives better I'll than the driven. car. And once I found out that there was a different camera you could do to see third-person view of the car, it became oh, yeah, much easier driving. Uh, at that's first, I drove in the driver's seat, and it was terrible. It was a terrible experience sitting behind the driver's seat in that car and driving in the game. I was like, this is effing terrible. Now, um, I will say the uh, the third-person camera, there's only one. I just wish it was like higher up and like you know angled like that over so I could see in front of my car. Because if I'm going downhill... I don't know if there's a car in front of me at the bottom or not. I can't see shit. Yeah, th- there's some, there's some tweaks they can do that. to the car driving experience that I think would be good. One of the ones, and it was a reviewer that brought this up. I can't remember whose review it was. But like when you play a GTA game, when you get in the car, the mini-map in your corner display kind of like zooms out a little bit because it makes it easier to see when the turn's coming up and stuff like that because you'll see it further out. The problem you'll run into with Cyberpunk is the way the mini-map is or, or set up on there. When you're driving your car, by the time you see it's time to turn, you're like right up on that turn. 
you don't get a good preview of it like you did in the GTA version where it just kind of sits out there. It doesn't zoom out. out the faster you go. Yeah, which, yeah, it should. That would make sense. But, and that's probably an easy fix that you would expect in a patch. Right. And this is a company that, remember, Rockstar's been making driving-based games like that for how many years now? That's just old hat to them. They're Ever since they stole the driver model. Yeah. So this is probably an instance where CD Projekt Red, this is something they're not as familiar with. So it's, oh, we've got the mini-map yeah. there. and didn't realize or just didn't click as much that oh rockstar kind of tweaks a little bit to make it easier and it's an easy enough change they can do it in one of the quality of life updates and i think it would be really helpful yeah i did find there was an article here from the verge uh apparently cyberpunk 2027 or 2077's log struggling developers will see their bonuses after all and won't be tied to the game's critical reception apparently they had an old thing where the like the supervisor and stuff would go around and hand out tokens for hardworking programmers and stuff in the building. People, you know, going above, above and beyond, like, you know, in the workforce. And then at the end of like a game launch, if that game then met critical ratings, those people would get bonuses. And now they're saying, uh, for, I guess, uh, Jason Schreer, one of their execs said a uh, CD project executive took responsibility for cyberpunk's buggy launch in an email to staff today saying their year's performance bonuses will no longer be tied to review scores given the circumstances before the threshold was 90-plus on Metacritic. So now so, those people that earn their bonuses are going to get them no matter what the reviews say. Yeah, Jason Schreier is a reporter with Bloomberg. Oh, he's a reporter. Okay. He's, he, he's been, if you go and follow his Twitter feed and things like that, he has been critical of CD Projekt Red's crunch issues, especially since they said there wouldn't be crunch and there are a lot of people on Twitter. I don't know why some people are so fiercely defensive of the company and the game that if you say anything negative, you get hordes of idiots that just descend down upon you. So he's been running into that and, problem. Yeah, some people take a stance. Yeah, it says at some point, yeah, in the final stretch of development, a required six-day work week. So they were doing six days on, one day off yeah. for their crunch. Like, that's fucking hard I if mean, you're writing code the, like 14 hours a day. The thing is, you got to remember, is that they had said, like, what, two years ago, oh, we are not going to institute crunch on cyberpunk and things like that. Yeah. And that was one of the things they had promised and made a big deal out of publicizing. And then all of a sudden, it was, oh, we got to do crunch. Sorry, guys. So, I mean, you it's know. legit to that you get a black eye for that. I mean, yeah. and it's part of the reason why I said at the top of this that, the game probably could have been pushed back another six months. The problem is that's not going to alleviate the crunch in today's culture with any game that's being made. It just means more crunch over that time period. Crunch is because yeah, if they the push problem. it out to next holiday season, then yeah, the the leads are going to be like, well, in that case, we could add in this feature and this feature, and we can add this thing over the next twelve months, and then yeah, they end up crunching during the last six months of it anyways. Because people want to complain about delays. Yeah. I'm okay with delays as long as the game in the end comes out something that I enjoy. I will I mean, say I, the game that everyone's waiting for hasn't come out yet because that's the next gen. Yeah, but this does play really well. The current gen version plays really nice on the next gen versions. And there are some folks, uh, Digital Foundry did some interesting stuff on it where they did uh, Cyberpunk on the baseline Xbox One and PS4, and it struggles on those baseline I've devices. I've seen it. It struggles pretty hard in places on those baseline devices. Spinning up the fans pretty good. Well, graphics not coming in, loading properly, bad bad uh, bad scaling down to like less than 720p in some places, stuff like that, because frame the hardware rate. can't handle it. Frame rate chugging oh, along. Oh, wow, so like, like literally not being second. able to handle the game at all. Mm -hmm. Yikes. 
like the PS4 Pro and the Xbox Series X, they do all right with it. But if you want to see it really shine in its current state, you want to play on a PS5 or one of the Series Xboxes. Or the PC. Mm. Or the PC. Honestly, the PC is probably the best place to play it. And the HDR is not broken on the PC side of things. I believe HDR is broken on Xbox, and I'm not sure if it's broken on PlayStation or not. I wonder, how much is it in the Steam store? They also, I don't think it's in the Steam store. It's in Epic Games. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it Epic? Yeah. No, or is it, yeah, yeah, or is it GOG? That's their own thing, isn't it? I think it's on GOG and Epic or something like that. Okay, GOG is the CD Projekt Red's own thing, right? Yeah, and if you got it, if you downloaded and set it up at one point in time, they gave you The Witcher 3 for free, which was kind of cool on PC and all the DLC. But um, I lost my train. Well, DLC was free anyway. It wasn't on console. It was on con- free on console. No, it was not. There's a Game of the Year edition that you buy with DLC or you buy the DLC separately on console for Witcher 3. I thought it was free. I don't believe so. Oh. Because I paid the extra 3 bucks when I bought Witcher 3 to get the Game of the Year edition because it came with all the DLC. Especially uh, once I saw the DLC prices. It's 60 bucks, but it is available in the Steam store. Oh, my bad. Oh, maybe this was what it was, is they made a point of saying that if you buy it on uh, Epic or GOG, that they get a bigger cut or something like that. Because Could Steam be. takes a big percentage. I remember something about... Yeah, because like Apex has moved to Steam. A lot of the a lot of the ones, it's like, oh, our games are only over here on EA Origin or only over here on this. It seems like Steam's doing good kind of getting those companies to uh, like filter through their store as well. I'll never install EA Origin on my computer after the rootkit stuff originally. I had okay. it on there just when they put out Apex because Apex was free on EA Origin. Since yeah. now that is on my Steam account. Okay, there were 16 DLCs that were free for Witcher 3, but two expansions that did cost money. Yeah, All that's right. what it was. So the expansions were included in the game of the year. I was using the incorrect term. I apologize. Oh, yeah, no, you go. I had to look it up, too. I was like, I don't remember. what I thought it was all free. That was my knowledge of it was, but I wasn't sure. Uh, and in the Steam store, it is sitting at 79% of the 142,000 user reviews for this game are positive. So it's almost 80% positive reviews out of 180,000 or 140,000 reviews. That's not bad. 80% uh, did you positive. See the user, did you see the user review on uh, Metacritic? Metacritic uh-huh. has a 6.7 user score on the oh, PC one. That's it was PC. 1.2, that's all. I, didn't, I looked at the PC. Oh. I didn't look at the Xbox one or the PlayStation one. One sec, I'll look there. Uh, those those yeah. might be different. That's <laughs> all 1.2. 2.7 for PlayStation 4 user score. Ooh, Ouch, yeah. that's out of 10, right? Not out of 5, that's out of 10? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, user you guys review... want to rush it, and then all this, uh, the dip one delayed, and now look what happened. It's your fault. And now look at you being little whiny bitches about it. It's the same as like the Rotten Tomatoes user scores. You can't always really trust them because people review bomb because they don't like something, or something doesn't fit their method of what they think is correct. Or I do want to specify, when I say you, I don't mean you, the viewer, because you guys are awesome. Fuck all these other assholes. <laughs> it's the royal you. I also, it really irks me watching how many people are deriving pleasure out of the fact that it's getting review bombed. I'm like, really? Really? Everyone always does that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't understand that silly shit. Yeah, I don't know. I think this might be one I'll add to my, my Steam wish list. And wait for it to go on sale and eventually get it. Now, you know what game didn't have any kind of controversy or anything like that that should have won Game of the Year? Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima had no controversy. <laughs> the only controversy was how fucking awesome it is. That was controversial because it shouldn't yeah. be this damn good. But some it people is. <laughs> argued 11 out of 10 and some people argued 13 out of 10. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I will say Last of Us is a prettier game, but I mean, I'm I always go back to the replacements. You got to have heart. That's how you win the game. You got to have true. heart. And Ghost of Tsushima had more heart than Last of Us Part Two. I haven't played it yet, but it looks really good. Which one? Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, so you played Last of Us Part Two? I haven't played that one either. Well, that's why you say well, neither. That I I would recommend play Ghost first because Willie said Last of Us does look a bit better, and so I'm still stoked by how great Ghost of Tsushima looks because I haven't been spoiled by any game that's open world that looks better yet. So yeah, I would say play Ghost first, and then you'll get an well, upgrade when you go to Last of Us. Last of Us well, Two is not open world, although it does have like a little. Oh no, but I'm saying you said to it. you said like the the world building in it like looked better, and so. Oh, yeah, I, I would say then play Ghost first. That way, like you'll get a, a, I, a graphics update. I don't even own <laughs> them yet, so it's really not going to be anytime soon because I still have Cyberpunk mm. to finish and beat and Watch Dogs Legion 3 since, or Watch Dogs Legion because they patched the save game issue on the Xbox finally, so it's safe for me to play again. Oh, nice. It's not giving you that erasing. Oh, well, you forgot what you did the last four uh, hours. Yeah, as soon as I lost five hours of gameplay, I stopped playing the game until they patched it. And the yeah. patch came out. Thursday, I think this week, and I went oh, just in time for Cyberpunk, where no one's going to want to play Watch Dogs Legion. Right now. <laughs> God, I wish Cyberpunk had another delay so I can play some Yakuza because absolutely was having fun with that. Now I don't know when I want to play it again, and I still want to play because it it's fun. But I, but Cyberpunk got shit to do. I got Mantis Blades to get and chop chop choppy. I know. I have. I already have a mod for my Mantis Blades to make them flaming Mantis Blades that I picked up off a dead body. So uh, I'm looking oh. forward to installing those. Oh, Chris, how, how'd you like your, um, your, uh, your, uh, 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 oh, God, what is it called? I don't know. Uh, your seizure. There you go. Oh, yeah, that was another problem. They patched that out, supposedly, too, in this most recent. Well, no, no, they patched it up, so it has a warning now in the beginning of the game. And they, changed, your, uh, and they changed the frequency of the lights, because that was part of the problem, too, so that it wouldn't do it. It didn't bother me, but I'm not epileptic. Yes, so. but we're not epileptic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, you can't. I mean, that's something you got to figure. Like, it's a cyberpunk game. You don't think there's going to be flashing neon? Well, no, no, it it wasn't flashing neon. They put a headset (laughs) on you that has like a row of LEDs in front of each light because it's what Uh, do they call it? I can't remember what it is. It's the BD machine, I think is what it is. And then when you're brain dancer, when you're getting put into the simulation, it starts flashing these lights that are right in front of your character's eyes. And since it's first person, Mm -hmm. you get a weird flashing white light LED combination of things and like, it hurt my head, and I'm not epileptic. I saw God. But I could see how, <laughs> if and it's a legit thing, because there are people that have talked about the fact they have epileptic seizures and stuff like that, yeah. that it, it has triggered or has the potential for some folks to trigger an epileptic seizure because of how it works. Yeah, and I see and it like put out a, a warning about that seizure possibility for that scene. I thought I saw something on Twitter about it. Yes, they put something out. They patched it and fixed it. And there's also another problem they ran into. There's a, uh, if you like to stream games and stuff like that, a lot of the gameplay music in there can get you hit with a DMCA strike. They put in a stream safe feature. Streamer mode. Yes, but there was stuff that they missed that was in streamer mode. So they said, hey, when you're playing these two missions, make sure you turn off your in-game music because we haven't had a chance to patch it and fix it yet. These two tracks will give you a DMCA strike. Even mm. when you're in streamer mode, I do I do like the idea though, like the idea of a company going, "Hey, if our game's gonna be popular, people are gonna stream it. We can pay the rights to have this music that we want our game to make awesome. But if these people then stream that music, it'll be in trouble. And like having a trouble for streamer mode, like that's fantastic. Well, the best part about that is it's free advertisement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, just the fact that not? I mean, like 
Apex has a streamer mode now for an, an anonymous. I'm trying to say anonymous plural, and I, I can't think of the word. I think anonymous is plural by itself. But yeah, making like uh, other people's names uh, randomized so that you're not sharing other people's names while you're streaming. So like they have that option in Apex. But yeah, like the fact that you know an open world game like Cyberpunk that's you know the music is part of Cyberpunk. Like that's always been part of that world that builds that environment. The idea of making it to where if you toggle a switch cause you're streaming, it turns off music that would get you a D- DMCA hit. Like that's awesome. Cause I mean, that's something hopefully, you know, all big games going forward. will think about is like, Hey, we want, you know, we want to sell 200,000 copies of this game day one, and we would like 100,000 people to be streaming it. Maybe we should think about what streamers are going to do with our game. Well, they are starting to put it in other games, too. I mean, the streamer yeah. mode, it's not like this is something brand new that just happened with CD Projekt Red stuff. It's they adapted something else that other folks have been doing, which makes sense because you want your game to be big and streamed on Twitch or YouTube gaming, Facebook gaming, whatever the hell. Everyone goes to Twitch now, let's be honest. Yeah, well, there's one dead. game that gets better and better <laughs> every year. They put it out that has more and more streamer options. And that's Jackbox mm. games. Yeah, you're not wrong. Every year they get improved. They improve little by little. You're not by wrong. The streamer things. I guess, I mean, Dead by Daylight improves, but then eh, it's like two steps forward, one step back with behavior. <laughs> so like it gets better and then it gets worse <laughs> so, so Willie I don't want to put a score to a game or anything like that so here's what I would say or what I would ask you for the folks that are watching or listening later would you recommend folks play Cyberpunk 2077 yes if you don't mind uh, some issues happening yeah go for it yeah. like I, I said, my 60 crashed. bucks to buy right now yeah sure yeah i've I've had 60 bucks worth of fun with it so far i can see where i will continue to have fun with it like i said for me it was a slow kind of slog through the beginning before it really hooked me and i was like oh i'm really having fun with this now oh i have the right equipment so i'm not constantly getting my ass handed to me because that wasn't fun and now you're both playing it on console though right correct yep and maybe i'll have to pick it up and maybe i'll have to pick it up on pc like the first time it goes on sale just so I can see how it runs on my rig. Because, yeah, I mean, I like my PS4, but my PC is still You, you way might want to check the minimum requirements on this game because it's pretty performance heavy. Oh, like I got one of those nice, like, the custom-built jobs where it looks like a Ferrari engine. Yeah, yeah, you, so. s- you still may want to check what the performance requirements <laughs> are it. on Cyberpunk. Yeah. It's, it, I, I've never had any problem with this computer, and it's not that old. Yeah, this is, this is the next level of requirements on what they're suggesting for this is my understanding. But can your computer run crisis? <laughs> we were past uh, that day. <laughs> we'll find out. My, I, I'm not buying the... There used to be a website called Can I Run It? Yeah, something like that. Brief I'm side sure jack here. They put out Crisis Remastered, but they locked it at 30 frames per second for some reason on the Xbox. So everyone's just playing the original games on EA Play, which will run at 60 frames per second. They're not quite as pretty, but they're like 60 frames still. So... Everyone has their thing. I mean, 30 frames is not really that bad. I mean, it's cool when something's 60 frames. Like, ooh, I can still this see. I can see the silky smooth. I wish my TV supported 120 frames per second because that would be pretty sweet too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that super, super silky smoothness. Super <laughs> silky. Super, super, super silky smooth. But I think super that does. Cold 45. I think that does wrap the discussion in regards to Cyberpunk 2077. Willie and I have both played it. I think it's fun. Oh, yeah. Worth Last playing. thing. 
Yes. Yeah, you mentioned earlier, I forgot to say it. Uh, yeah, I have a, a purple lightning bolt pubic hair. <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> I'm so glad you shared. Thank you. Oh, another glitch I ran into. Sometimes when you go check your reflection, your character has no clothes, even when you're clothed. It's something I've run into. Oh, no. That's the worst. You get random wang as the only problem then. Uh, and I ran. Oh, in, no. Random I ran into wang. another weird issue where I was wearing a hat and went to go look at my reflection, and it rendered my character bald then in the reflection screen. Like, he had his nice. clothes on, well, but his hair was I gone mean, and no hat was on. My character is <laughs> bald anyway. Mine's not. My character has yeah. purple and red hair. I checked it. I meet all the minimum requirements. I actually meet all the recommended requirements, except for dedicated video RAM. The recommended is six, and I have four. So that's the only recommended requirement that I don't fully upgrade. meet. <laughs> Time to upgrade. Eh. But I'm saying, yeah, I meet all the minimums. So, yeah, my, my, my thing's good. My computer's good. Yeah, when I built this beast, like, two years ago, like, I, I, went, I, I went a little expensive on it. It it looks really pretty. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a monster. <laughs> All right, let's pivot on into what the rest of the conversation is, which is uh, Disney made it so that uh, I'm glad I gave them my money for Disney Plus for three years up front. Because there's we're a, just here to talk about Moon Knight. There's a crap load of stuff coming, <laughs> uh, especially is, yeah. when you look at everything that they revealed on the investors call. That was what Thursday or Friday last week. I went to sleep, yep. took a nap, woke up, and went on Twitter and went, "Holy shit!" And it oh, was it was balls. it was intriguing. Um, why don't you start things off for us, Bach? When you wanted to talk specifically the Star Wars stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Let me let's see. Where's that list? I had the where was that screen I had where it had all the Star Wars ones? Shit, I lost it. I um, may have one still stored. But yeah, it's it was what it's ten ten Star Wars shows. I ten think ten series. I think it was. Yeah, t- we're coming out with ten new series. Which I mean, the big one. I think the one that's really going to get people like really flipping out is Ahsoka. The fact that we just got Ahsoka Tana played in live action by Rosario Dawson, directed in the episode by Dave Filoni, the guy who created the character. And so, like, all the fans of Ahsoka from Clone Wars and Rebels, I mean, as far as I know, everybody was as stoked as possible about that episode. Rosario Dawson killed it. The action in the episode was great. The uh, like the Jedi dialogue stuff, talking about you know Grogu and everything was awesome, and just you know seeing her in the full costume, kicking ass with the dual lightsabers, but also not being a Jedi. Ahsoka Tano's not a fucking Jedi. She told the Jedi to take a flying hike because they gave her shit and didn't believe her word. But yeah, she's getting her own series, and like just that alone, I'm happy I bought you know my Disney Plus for three years. But then yeah, we've also got. Was it nine other shows? You know, with people like we got, you know, we got Taika Waititi coming in. We got freaking Patty Jenkins doing stuff. Like just the list of people they're bringing in is insane, and the the shows themselves. Which why can I not find the so list? I've got it right here. I just had it saved it? my Google Photos. Ah, ah, ah. I was just gonna run across the screen. Uh, Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic set in the same time period right. as the Mandalorian, and I think they said some of the effect of it would cross over with the Mandalorian. At some point in time, which is yeah, presumably about people that are soldiers or rangers that are policing the Republic at this point in time. It is set in the same time period as the Mandalorian, same as the Ahsoka spinoff. And I believe they said that would cross over again with Mandalorian. So those are two that are set in the same period. They'd already announced Star Wars The Bad Batch, and they kind of done yeah. a soft kickoff for it in the last season of Clone Wars. That one's coming. 
the Cassian Andor prequel series called Andor is coming, which that's the one I care the least about, I think, on these ones right now, just because yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm, not sure what's supposed to catch us on that. Like, what's the hook? I'll but, watch yeah, it. The Bad Batch. We got uh, what's his name? Timor back that played Django and is now Boba, the updated Boba in the Mandalorian. And if it's the Bad Batch, you know, it's going to be him playing every character. Yes. Like, I just want to see a show where it's six versions of him as different guys from the Bad Batch just it's, being awesome. It's going to be like um, the Tim Burton uh, uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. Charlie yeah. Shock Factory. Yep. So other stuff, All the Oompa Loompas. Other stuff on there. There was a Lando Calrissian series coming called Lando. However, they did not mention whether Donald Glover is returning to play Lando in this. Oh, God. It better be. Oh, yeah. Because, ooh. Donald Glover's know, pretty him, busy, man. Yeah, he is pretty busy, but getting him to commit to another series. But also, I mean, they can throw Disney money at him. I, so, I, but I mean, it's also a short series, like eight episodes, if they follow the Mandalorian true. That's pattern. True. And I'm assuming yeah. they're going to follow that same pattern, roughly. It's just they didn't announce who was playing Lando Calrissian, which was kind of an odd note there. There was also uh, Star Wars Visions, which I believe was supposed to be, uh, for, how do I describe this best? I think they were going to do a bunch of shorts that were all by different anime creators and stuff like that. Set in the oh, Star like Wars Animatrix. Universe. Yeah, some of the Animatrix. Uh, Patty Jenks, Jenkins will be doing the Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie. They did yeah, not say whether that is coming direct to Disney Plus or theaters. However, comma, Rogue Squadron could be really good. Yeah. And there is a ton of content that they could uh, borrow from the old expanded universe that is no longer canon. Because Michael Stackpole and Aaron Alston wrote 12 or 13 books all about Rogue Squadron and X-Wing pilots and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a ton on the Rogue Squadron. Also, yeah, the the Visions. It's it's basically a better name for what Dark Horse used to call. Um, damn it, because Marvel has What If, DC has Elseworlds. Dark Horse came up with White Infinities, I think, is what it was called. It's basically Star Wars What Ifs. Yeah. So there's literally like they did comics where like Anakin became Vader, but then instantly went back to the good side and actually wore like head to toe white. They did a universe where Luke and Leia were swapped. Luke grew up a prince, and Leia was the dirt farmer who ends up being the pilot that blows up the Death Star. Like, they did all these comics that. So the Star Wars Vision show has an entire catalog of stories to go back to, which, yeah, some of those are really, really cool. Because, yeah, it's just it's the whole what-if concept. It's like, oh, well, what if you swap these characters? What if this happened? What if this planet was blown up instead of that planet? Like, there was another one that was so many little things they can do. There was another one that was mentioned. It's Star Wars: The Acolyte, and I'm trying to remember what that one was about. Yeah, Acolyte is um, it's the one going uh, to the High Republic, set 200 years prior to Phantom Menace. Yeah, with so that's Les- the one that's going to go back. Leslie Headland is developing time. it for them. I believe she did. Was it Russian Doll that she did Russian on Netflix? Doll. Yeah, yeah. So she will. Yeah, she, Leslie Headland, Russian Doll, will act as showrunner for what is described as a mystery thriller set within the later days of the High Republic. So it's going to be like the tail end of the High Republic as it's dying down 200 years before Phantom Menace. Yes. So I think at this point, this will be the oldest live action thing. we've. Well, this is going to tie into the High Republic books that they're going to be putting out because there's a whole book series coming out that's like of the High Republic era. So I think that's where this is going to come into play. I think I'm pretty so sure. Did we lose Bachman? I think we lost him. He's been. Okay. I wasn't sure that's by internet or not. He's been popping in and out as we go. So. 
that's what okay. the acolyte is. Uh, I thought that was just me and my internet, but I was like, no, well, Chris is okay. No, no. Uh, the other one is a Star Wars droid story, and there's still one after that, which I hadn't brought up, which is uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 in some kind of... I, I don't remember what it's all about. I should probably Google it real quick. Yeah. I didn't care. So happy about this. whoop doo dee doo I, yeah, I honestly didn't care that much. Didn't they already had a cartoon? Now we need another one? Yeah, I, I don't care a ton on that one. The one that I was most interested in, and hopefully Bachman pops back on here in a second and can join us and talk about it, which had been announced and talked about before, is the Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Bringing back Ewan Ooh. McGregor that's going to tell a story set like 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And what they did announce at the investor call is that Hayden Christensen will return as Darth Vader and that Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi will have a show, a face off one more time in this series. So we'll get them going head to head again with each other. And Ewan McGregor was excited about the fact that he's doing this series, but he's also getting to do work with Hayden Christensen again, since they were buddies and stuff like that. So that was cool to hear and cool to see. And that's probably the one that I was most excited for. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is, I don't mean this disparagingly, Willie. Please don't take it that way. You're not, you're all right with Star Wars, but you're not like a huge Star Wars fan. Do you think that's a fair way to put it? Yeah, I've said that. Yeah. So as someone who's, for lack of a better term, a casual Star Wars fan, you enjoy things like The Mandalorian and you'll watch the movies and stuff like that. The stuff that they've announced, does that kind of thing that you're going, oh man, I'd watched it on Disney Plus, or are you going, the hell are they doing? I don't care about X, Y, and Z. Are you talking about just that one or all of them? Just any, I, I've, I would say Obi-Wan. Let's start Obi-Wan Kenobi and then across the board. Does it sound like interesting stuff to you? Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi seems interesting. The rest I might see. Yeah. Depending. So you're you're someone who didn't have a lot of familiarity with Ahsoka Tano, for instance. The uh, uh, I mean, it depends upon how they do it. If it has a lot of action stuff, yeah, it is, I'll see it. It is a live action. I don't know anything about the character. Was the taste you got of Ahsoka enough in the Mandalorian? You go, yeah, I'd be interested in watching a series about this person. Yeah, sure. Why not? That's fair. What am I going to do? Not watch a 30 minute episode? 30 to 45, something like that. They keep getting shorter with Mandalorian. That's the problem. (laughs) Makes me sad. Robert Rodriguez, I was hoping you were going to make a longer episode. I'm pretty sure the finale is going to be long. The finale is probably going to be really long. Hey, we got a spammer in the chat room. Go. Up. I still haven't seen the uh, the last episode, the Friday's episode. So we got one more after that one. We have one more after the finale is this week. So if you haven't seen Friday's episode, oh, of course I'm gonna. I'm not gonna skip any. I'm jeez, Chris. What do you think I am? Savage. You're a monster. I am savage. Savage. Welcome back, Bachman. Yeah. Mid sentence, my modem decided to just turn itself off. Well, you'd been. Uh, going in and out for a while so it was having was it? issues yeah god damn it yeah i thought that was just me no apparently yeah i, I don't even have hillbilly dial up i pay extra for really good internet would you stop calling it that it's not no because i love calling it hillbilly dial up but it's, it's not thing, even that it's, thing. it's at&t universe yeah it's hillbilly dial up <laughs> that is not a hillbilly <laughs> dial up so what, what you'd missed while you're away we talked about obi-wan kenobi and the fact that they revealed hayden christensen returns oh. And the role of Darth Vader and that Vader and Obi-Wan will have at least one more showdown in that series. Of course. Yeah. And then also, yeah, that gives you the option of Hayden's back for that. They can have him in the vision show doing alternate versions of Darth Vader, alternate versions of Anakin Skywalker. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I mean, I'm just actually hope I'm hoping to see, you know, a director who can, you know, direct Hayden Christensen to actually act, you know, like an actor. You could also have Force Ghost Anakin in the Ahsoka spinoff, too. That's true. Well, yeah, and I mean, I've hey, seen other that. movies like depending on, you know, the script and the director, Hayden Christensen can be a really, really good actor. Yeah, the he parts just of did Jumper. Yeah. yeah, he was fun in Jumper. He just didn't mesh well with George Lucas. Yeah, yeah. apparently. <laughs> No, no, Jumper. Why did so many people hate on that movie? It was actually good. And it was Ryan Johnson also, wasn't it? I don't even know. Who, oh, yeah, right. He did a Star Wars, didn't he? Yeah, he did Last Jedi. He also did, um, oh, crap. What's the, what's the movie I really like that he just did? I'm spacing out on the name with Chris Evans telling everyone to eat a dick. Knives Out. Knives Out. Yeah, he did that, too. Yeah, so that's that's just wow. the 10 Star Wars things that was announced. Oh, plus Taika Waititi still got a Star Wars movie that didn't tell us anything about that's coming up. Yep. Which wasn't um, part of this announcement. Uh for me, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ahsoka are the things I'm probably most excited about, and Rogue Squadron is the thing I'm going, ooh, I wonder what this is going to be. I want it to be good. I just Yeah, I'm excited for the visions because I read a lot of the Star Wars what ifs. But yeah, like Bad Batch, like Bad Batch is a show. I'm so there for that. And I'm also interested in the Acolyte just to see how they do the High Republic. Because if they do like, you know, the way some of the old school like novels were, like the seeing Jedi's more as like knights. Like that could be really, really cool. And uh Jumper was not directed by Brian Johnson. It was directed by Doug Lyman. I thought it was Ryan Johnson that did it for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. He might have yeah. worked on it, but whatevs. He's not credited as the director. That's fair. So that's not all of the news that came out of this yeah, investor. That call, was just though. the that's, Star Wars news. That's just the Star <laughs> Wars news. I mean, there's also Disney animation stuff that they announced, and I didn't really read a ton of it, but there was about uh, seven different products, I think, or things they were talking about, like a continuation of Zootopia, some stuff with Baymax, some stuff with Moana. Uh, I don't know what all is coming there. And honestly, I wasn't going to go deep down the Pixar animation route because that, that's not my jam here. What I did want to talk about is, uh, yeah, there's a shitload of Marvel Studios stuff coming. And they were finally able to talk about some of the stuff that we presumed was coming that they just weren't talking about because Black Widow was supposed to be the end of this last phase to kick off the new yeah. one. And since it hadn't come out in theaters, we hadn't gotten a chance to see it. So we got crap loads of trailers, new show announcements, information dropped about things. There was, for instance, a new trailer for WandaVision, which premieres January 15th. They did say WandaVision will tie into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and the third Spider-Man movie. All three are related and connected. <laughs> the third Spider-Man movie starring apparently everybody. Uh, yes, they have not confirmed any of the other <laughs> Spider-Men yet. Keep that in mind. Oh, 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 this is big news. Yeah, uh, apparently I'm in the new uh, Spider-Man movie. The I'm meme pretty sure I'm in it too. The meme going around after this announcement was uh, Star Disney announces that Hayden Christensen reprises his role of Anakin Skywalker in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. That's a bunch of people just doing like random tweets like that. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to take Molina? over Ed Norton's role as New Yorker that yells. Yeah. So he it's going to be pretty much. And I hate him. So it's going to be into the Spider-Verse, right? This, it's what that, it seems like it's going to be. be. This is basically this yeah. is it. That's what it seems like. So we got a trailer for WandaVision. Showed off a bunch of stuff we hadn't seen. It looked really cool yeah. and really weird, which is, I think, the aesthetic they're going for. I don't want to see nothing more of it. Just bring yeah. it the fuck out already. Well, I God mean, damn. we're we're a month away. A little over a month. Yeah, but hurry the fuck up. Come on. Yeah. Uh, next up, they showed a trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I think they then put a March release date on. I can't remember when in March. 
It looks really good. Yep. Again, yeah, I believe March is right. Yeah, it looked really good. There was some really cool flying scenes there with Falcon. And I looked at that and watched and went, how the hell are they doing this on a TV budget? I went, oh, wait, it's Disney. That's how they're doing yeah, it on a TV Disney budget. Disney plus TV budget. Yeah. Well, it's not, not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one thing that wasn't confirmed in this, though, Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight was not confirmed as any of this. I don't even <gasps> think they talked about Moon Knight. No, they didn't mention it. That's I why I was to... joking that we're here to talk about Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> I want a scene where he comes down saying, Dracula, you better have my money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they showed a trailer for the Loki series, which I believe is a May release date. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah, that for sounds who? right. Loki's Disney Loki. Plus series. For who? Tom Hiddleston as Loki. The Prince of Mischief? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. They then showed a trailer for Marvel's What If Animated series, which is, Fuck yes. if you're familiar with the comics, where they basically say, hey, what if this happened? They basically do that here, where what if uh, the Black Panther was actually the Guardian of the Galaxy? He he gets taken instead of Peter, for instance. Yeah, he becomes Skylord. T'Challa yeah, becomes Skylord or Star Yeah, I was actually looking forward to this, but then that trailer made me, the trailer did a poor job of everything. So that was a poor trailer to me. Now, see, and I it love it makes me excited for it. The one they focused on was what if Agent Carter became basically Captain Britain. That one scene where they where she flips a jeep that was cool. Isn't I think it's a tank. No, it was a jeep. Was it a jeep? I thought it was a tank. It, it, yeah. the, for the trailer, it was just the jeep. Yeah. I do remember. It that. looks it awesome, and the, the best thing is it's all the voices of the actors from the movies, and apparently we get Chadwick Boseman again playing T'Challa. It is Chadwick so, Boseman's final work as yeah. T'Challa. I will say this, the the whole Jeep flipping thing is the second best thing uh, I've ever seen someone suplex ever. Because <laughs> yeah. she literally suplexes that Jeep. The first being, uh, I think, uh, Final Fantasy... I forget which Final Fantasy. I think it was like 6 or something, where you could actually... Where the character has a suplex move, you could suplex a train. That's cool, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't supposed to be able to do it, but a little bug in there, like, oh, just let you do it. Yeah, that sounds like some plus. Galactic Federation wrestling moves right there. Right. So continuing with other stuff, awesome. they, sh- they showed off a first look at Ms. Marvel, including the casting of the new Ms. Marvel. And they nope. did say that Ms. Marvel, the young actress who is playing the role, will also be in Captain Marvel 2, as well as um, a Monica Rambeau's character who's going to be appearing in WandaVision. Yeah, you yeah. have a question. I did see a rumor thing. I never looked more into it. I just saw the headline and I was like, I don't really care. Something about Brie Larson leaving? No, that's inaccurate. Okay. Just, I thought yeah. I saw something and just wouldn't ask. Yeah, generally, when it comes to anything ask. you see on the internet about Brie Larson, you probably can't believe it because people still yeah. target her unfairly with a bunch of stuff just because she's a woman that speaks out about things that she likes and doesn't like. And, oh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not I just didn't think Captain Marvel was all that great. She wasn't what was great about the movie to me. There's a bunch of other things. Like, I was just the characters. Okay. That so was about it. Like, they did announce that she'd be appearing, that that would be happening. I believe that there's a release date of 2022. I don't have it off the top of my head. And that Ms. Marvel appears and then Monica also was announced. Uh, the She-Hulk series, like we knew was coming. Tatiana yeah. Maslany's uh, casting confirmed. Tim Roth will also return as the Abomination during it. And Mark There's Ruffalo will return as the Hulk in the She-Hulk. I'm sorry, what did you say, Willie? I'm just waiting on that. She-Hulk, Jesus Christ, when did that come out? 2025? 21, I think. 
Whoop de dee doo. Let's well, really want to see. It could be it. 22. I don't remember. I don't think they filmed anything yet. This was just casting announcements. And then we yeah. do know this series has been filming the Hawkeye series. They talked about the fact that that would be yeah. coming soon. Confirmed and the we casting have seen it. <laughs> that we all knew because we've seen, uh, what's her name? Haley Steinfeld. Haley Stanfield. On set, dressed as Kate Bishop with a costume that is almost straight out of the comics, doing a pose that's straight out of the comics. And then she even yep. tweeted a photo of it. And I was like, damn, this is really cool. They are taking Matt Fraction's arc that got really famous for a while there with Hawkeye and seemingly adapting that. And they even included Pizza Dog. Well, wait a second. Who's she going to be? Kate Bishop. Yeah, that's the new character in the Avengers game that I don't mm-hmm. think anyone really cares about. That There's nobody some plays. people that do. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, uh, if I had people to play it with, friends, not just randoms. Yeah. Wow. Other things There's that they announced. The this is past play. things that had trailers or any kind of video reveals. We had talked about that there was a Samuel L. Jackson series of some sort coming. Well, they did confirm that Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn will return and reprise their Captain Marvel roles for a Disney Plus series called Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. For those that aren't familiar, that was a comic story originally where the scrolls had secretly been invading and putting people in positions of power on earth to kind of take over, including in the roles of Avengers. I say, yeah, not only power people of power, but also replacing superheroes. Yes. Cause I think at the start of that comic, you find out like 50 of the heroes on earth aren't the actual people. They're scrolls. Right. And this could very well tie into captain Marvel too, is what I was thinking. Oh, because it will. They sort it of will. set all of this up with Nick Fury being in space at the end of Spider-Man far from home. Yep. So it seemingly is going to tie in there. They also announced Don Cheadle will return as Jim Rhodes in a War Machine series entitled Armor Wars, which is a riff off of the classic comic tale where uh, the genie in the bottle gets released and people start getting Stark Tech armor. And in the comics, Tony goes and shuts all that shit down. Now Rhodey gets to do it. Yep. Which has basically the second best Iron Man story. And they're never going to do an actual full-on version of the first one. So... You know, we got the sequence in Iron Man 2, which is probably all we're going to get for Demon in a Bottle. But yes, yeah, at least we're getting and Armor Wars. They then also confirmed that actress Dominique Thorne will play Riri Williams in an Ironheart series, which adapts the recent comic book series where Riri Williams becomes Iron Man when Tony Stark is dead, which could be cool. James Gunn will be penning a festive holiday special, a Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. Christmas special. While filming the third film in the series. That comes out Christmas 2022. The Guardians Christmas special. <laughs> oh no. I can't wait to see a Star-Lord Christmas. Willie, why are you oh knowing? Because of the other Christmas special from the, the different property. Oh, no. That's fair. Although I think I do trust uh, James Gunn to pull this off. But he, he specifically yeah. asked Kevin Feige if he could do it. If I recall the tweet I read correctly from him. They made reference to the fact that Black Widow's Eternals and Shang-Chi would be coming soon. They confirmed Christian Bale casting in Thor Love and Thunder. He'll be playing the villain Gore the God Butcher. Which uh, which I don't that know is about. that is crazy. There yeah, there was a uh, it was like Thor found an old like an ancient citadel of like godly a god it had like a god armory or something I remember from one of the books. And yeah, like one of the one of the entities there was a god butcher. It was literally a character that went around killing gods for fun. Could be cool. They did also announce here, Peyton Reed will return for Ant-Man the Wasp 3, which is now officially called Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania. 
Ooh. Well, yeah, be, you just add the word quantum in front of anything. They will be recasting <laughs> the role of Cassie Lang, but she will be in the, she will return as Scott Lang's daughter, obviously. And Lovecraft Country's Jonathan Meyer, Majors, excuse me, will play the role of Kang the Conqueror as the villain in this one. Yeah, which, as people know, also gives us a link to the Fantastic Four. Which and having finally started watching um, Lovecraft Country, uh, Jonathan Majors' one is awesome. And yes, all the hype is worth it. Lovecraft Country is fucking fantastic. I watched the first three episodes. That show is insane, and it is so well written. Still need to see it. Then, yeah, it is fucking weird. Continuing, they did touch on the fact that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch, that all crosses over. It will also introduce... Oh, wow, I'm not going to be able to say this actor's name properly. Properly, J- oh, X-O-C-H-I-T-L. How do I say that? I think it's Zuchitl. Yeah, I apologize. I can't say the name, I and I don't want to butcher it. But uh, Zichtel Gomez as America Chavez, and will also impact Spider-Man Three. They did touch on the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Confirmed that Black Panther Two is in development, but they will not recast the role of T'Challa. Oh, and then they did one final tease at the end. This is the one that I, I oh yeah I heard this one first because when I woke up from my nap, I went on Twitter and this is what popped up at the top, and I went, "Oh my F and G." And then read the rest of it. Uh, John Watts, the director of Spider-Man Far From Home and uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, will officially be bringing the Fantastic Four into the MCU. He will do the MCU Fantastic Four movie. The third version of Marvel's first family. (laughs) So there is an absolute metric crap load of Marvel content coming and Star Wars content coming in the next three, four years across all of their platforms. And so uh, there the is chance. Yes. What are the chances them that it's going to release Black Widow on Disney Plus with you know like HBO Max is doing? They again said they were not going to do that as part of the investment. Yeah. Call. Apparently, uh, Scarlett Johansson's contract for like having back end points in the theater is better than the contract that Gal Gadot has with DC. So, Scarlett Johansson, having been in all the Iron Man, all the Avengers films. By the time it came around to where they finally gave her her own movie, I'm assuming her contract is really ironclad on her getting theatrical points on the back end, which means if it makes a billion dollars, she gets like a hundred million of that cash. So, but yeah, but if that's what's in the contract and it says that it must have a theatrical release, then there's no way that Disney can just say, no, we're not doing it. They have to abide by the contract. Yeah, they don't want to either, I don't think. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, that, that I think that's probably what's keeping it from it because her going into that was coming off of Endgame. That was her last movie that was contracted. I'll bet her agents got that contract iron fucking clad that she gets, you know, Robert Downey Jr. money at the end of that movie. Which, and you can't blame her. She did, like, what, eight fucking films for him. Mm. She should get paid. So well, there let's was... see if that actually happens with a theater situation. Yeah, but when they Don't wrote those contracts... It. I know, I don't yeah. understand. It wasn't possible to foresee this event. Oh, yeah, I will give you that. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's not, but it's not going to make that money in theaters. That's so the problem. No, there, no. There was a graphic that was put up on the Marvel Studios subreddit. I believe it's a fan-made one, but it is the projected slate of everything coming in Phase 4 from January 1, 2021 through 2023, because that's everything <laughs> that's been announced. And between movies and Disney Plus shows, this is 25 different Marvel <laughs> events, for lack of a better term. 
that are coming. Nice. That's a shitload of content. So 25 Marvel things over the next three years, 10 Star Wars things. I think it was seven animation and Pixar things. There is a crap load of stuff coming to Disney Plus slash the movies. And let's be honest, when we start talking about the Marvel Phase 4 stuff of that, probably what, eight or nine of those is probably movies and the rest is Disney Plus series, it seems like, if we just had to swag it. Yeah, that's, it's majority series now. Yeah, that's a lot. It's the, a lot the, of content. The real question is, are you going to burn people out finally or not? Or do you make it so that if if I didn't watch, say, the Hawkeye series, am I going to be lost if I watch this movie that comes out a year after that or something like that when this character I've never heard of shows up? I don't know. I think we're starting to hit that point where we might be wondering, and I'm not trying to be negative, have we hit the point of saturation where people are like, too much, too much, I can't take anymore? Yeah, see, and the weird Whoa. thing is, is honestly, I thought that when I saw the list of 10 Star Wars shows. I'm like, I love Star Wars, and I will probably watch all of them, but if we get 10 of them, I'm betting you four of them are Mandalorian and six of the holiday special, because it's not going to be 10 perfect shows. Yeah, well, it's just, it's not possible for everything to hit perfect. We also need to consider that the Star Wars approach seems to be different than the uh, Marvel approach. Marvel, remember, everything, hashtag, it's all connected. The Star yeah. Wars stuff, it's this is taking place over different eras. Only these three will have crisscrossing timelines where they might interact with each other. Like the Bad Batch isn't going to be taking place the same time as the Mandalorian, for instance. Everything's kind of yeah. connected because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. was kind of connected. Yes. Well, yeah, but everything that happened in one movie results oh, were yeah. felt in later movies. Oh, I'll give so you that. They, they have actual the continuity with. unlike the DC movies. Where they couldn't do three in a row. So your continuity <laughs> becomes more problematic now as we go into phase four because the continuity isn't, did you just see the last Marvel movie? It's, did you see yeah. the Disney Plus series that came out between these movies that could have connections? Specifically, WandaVision, where they say, hey, this is going to influence events in Doctor Strange. I would be curious to see after this has all come out and when Doctor Strange comes out, whether we could look back at that Doctor Strange movie and be like, would I have gotten it had I not seen WandaVision? Would I have been missing something? Or did they explain it away in the movie so that you don't necessarily have to have seen WandaVision to get the craziness yeah. that's going on? That That's what's going to be interesting to see how they pull this off going forward is the Disney Plus series all take place in the continuity and build on what the movies have done and presumably add to the movies that will be coming. Are they so actually essential must-see shows? Do we get something like a trailer at the start of all Marvel films that's done like the first page of Marvel comics where it's previously on and it tells you what happened in like the last crossover issue. If you didn't buy it so that you get a, like a little information graphic before you start the movie. Yeah. I don't know. That would be weird. It also makes me wonder too, when the series all start having read Nick Spencer's captain America, the Sam Wilson, captain America book that at one point they had, I think he was writing three books about captain America. So you had the Steve Rogers storyline going on. You had the S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline going on and you had the Sam Wilson storyline going on. When that show comes out and we get Sam Wilson carrying the S.H.I.E.L.D., are we going to see like a social media Twitter backlash of hashtag not my captain? Because that's literally what Nick Spencer wrote in the story was people bitching because a black guy had the S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, probably. Let's be honest. Yeah, here. I, I wondered how much of that we're actually going to see now in real life because we're going to see Sam Wilson with the S.H.I.E.L.D. And, like, that's going to be so weird, having read a comic where all of that already happened. <laughs> and we're going to see real-life versions of racist idiots online actually doing the stupid shit that he wrote idiots doing in a comic. 
Are you going to be surprised there's racist idiots online? Because mm. I mean, I just want to see how closely it actually follows the comic book that Nick Spencer wrote. That's what I'm interested in seeing. No, I know we got racist idiots online. Come on, I've been online. <laughs> yeah. I've been online for 12 hours. There's so many racist idiots. <laughs> yeah, All right, they're they're there. They're so, there. So as we wrap this up, we talked about a boatload of content. Here is what I'm going to ask everyone on the show. Which one are you most excited for? Which one are you least excited for out of all the things we mentioned? And that's tough. I get it. Mm. See, out of that whole uh, list. Yeah, that's oh tough. Gosh, I got my answers done. Oh, Willie's already got his answer. Willie, yeah, why, no. why don't yeah. you kick us off then? Most excited for the first one to come out because I'm waiting for fucking ever <laughs> for it to come out. Because okay, WandaVision, fair. hurry the fuck up. Least excited. <laughs> the one that was supposed to come out and still is yet to fucking do so black widow movie hurry the fuck up do something <laughs> jesus poke it with a fucking stick would you fucking hurry up you've been done with this shit for fucking ever it better have the fucking um uh, a cgi artist better be still working on it because they got time now they got nothing but time let's do it fucking bullshit all right i'll go next uh i'm probably most excited for oh god this one's tough i'm gonna make it a tie so i'm gonna cheat uh, the Ahsoka spinoff, because that will presumably deal more with Thrawn and potentially the return of Ezra and maybe Sabine oh. from Rebels. And then tied with that, uh, Captain, excuse me, Falcon and Winter Soldier, just because it looks like a lot of fun. The production value looked really high on it. And it's the one Cheater. I've been most excited for out of the originally announced Disney Plus series. So that's probably what I'm most excited for. And the one that I'm probably least excited for right now is the Star Wars one, the, the Acolyte one or whatever, just because... I don't know if I care about the High Republic era yet. Oh, yeah. The Acolytes. Yeah, it's not necessarily because of the team yeah. that they're assembling for it, but I don't know if I necessarily care about that era because I know nothing about what's going on in that time frame at this point in time. Yeah, see, and I've read about it, and if they do it right, it could be awesome, but it's really a question of how they make it look. Right, so I, just, I know nothing about it, yeah. and there's not much I can find out about it, so that's why it's at the bottom of my list. Not necessarily because I won't watch it or anything like that. It's just I don't know enough. Yeah, that to makes gauge sense. how excited I am. What about you, Bachman? This is a tough one, I know. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> mine's a tie between for most excited for what if, just because I was such a huge fan of those books. I literally own hundreds of them. Yeah. I love the Marvel What If series and the fact that like they committed to getting all the actors to do the voices of the characters. It's like, yeah, you can't keep having these people come in and do like live action shows, but because it's animated, having them do the voice work. That's just awesome because it's going to make it feel so like part of the Marvel Universe. And I think that's tied with having Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Hayden Christensen back as Anakin. I am so excited to see what they do with that show because I think Ewan McGregor might be the top of the list of everybody from the prequels that loved what he did, enjoyed it while he was doing it, and has loved talking about it ever since. I think he has more love for Star Wars in his heart than any of the actors or anybody else that worked on the prequels. I think he literally loved it. Yeah, and that series also has Deborah Chow directing the entire thing, and she's really good. She's great, yeah. Her episodes of frickin' The Mandalorian were awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think uh, the bottom of my list is the Andor one, just because the Diego Luna spy for Rogue One. I, I already know where he dies. Like, I honestly don't really care. Like, Diego Luna is a great actor, but you were that's saying not Andor? Andor. A N D O R. Oh my God, are you fucking. There's Andor and there's Endor. Are you. Yes. I'm done. One's I'm a planet, one's a person. Continue, continue on. I'm over yeah. here. Yeah, no. One's a planet, one's a person. 
But yeah, no, the series is called Andor. But yeah, it's Diego Bullshit. Luna's character, the rebel spy that was in Rogue One. Yeah, we already know where he ends up and how he dies, which, okay, yeah, you could tell like great James Bond stories with his character in in a Star Wars world, which, okay, that could be cool. But yeah, I think that one's at the bottom of my list of, eh, I might watch it after I watch the other nine shows. I don't know. It's how just, I, I'm not, I'm not hyped on that one. Yeah, I don't know how I missed this. Probably because I didn't cover just the regular Disney announcements. There's also a Willow sequel. Oh yeah. That Ron. All right. Davis I changed my back. answer. That's the one I'm most excited for. With Warwick Davis returning. Most excited. And John yeah, Chu doing the pilot. Retroactive. Yeah. yeah that's pretty uh, Supposedly, um, Ron Howard's kid might be involved in that one as well. Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard. She's, Howard. She's a yeah, very talented the, director, man. As directing some of the episodes. The apple don't fall so she far might from be the coming tree. in to work on Dad's property. She was great as a uh, fairy tale creature. Fairy For those tale. of you that don't know, that's the lady in the water yes. from uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. So did Oh, that's right. Did you see, mm-hmm. I think it was an interview they did with Ron Howard, where they were talking about uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's episode of season two of Mandalorian. And they said, did you enjoy the Apollo 13 shout out that she did in there? Oh. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> it was neat to do it, which that was cool. It's, yeah, it's really neat of- to see them working together. Lady in the water. Yeah, I'm excited to see when uh when Mandalorian ends, which I mean I hate the fact that like Mandalorian season two is about to end. We're getting real close, but the fact that it means we'll get another series of the Disney Gallery to see them talking about all the behind the scenes stuff. Cause man, I loved watching those at the end of Mandalorian season one. Those gallery documentaries that they're making as they're talking about building the show are fucking fantastic yeah it finale is this upcoming friday as we record this and then it returns in 2021 on christmas day if i recall correctly what i read oh no my girlfriend was already mad she had to wait till october it doesn't come back till christmas christmas for season three of mandalorian Uh, oh oh well that's so sad yeah but there's gonna be about four bajillion other series going on at the same time too you gotta remember When sure. Disney schedules these things coming to Disney Plus, I would be shocked if we have Star Wars and Marvel series dropping at the same time. They're probably going to do a Marvel series, then a Star Wars series, then this other series, then a Marvel series, then a Star Wars series, or something like that. Make them faster. I mean, <laughs> we are at the point now where they're getting caught up so that things that should be coming soon are filming right now. Did yeah. I fucking stutter i said make him faster fair enough you heard him here you heard it here first from one <laughs> willie d nelson make it I fast pick him up and i'll throw him he's gonna throw you disney you corporate behemoth you i don't give a fuck about throwing corporate entities fuck those ass i want to see you pick up epcot i'll be honest god damn right i'll do it i got faith epcot, in more like at bitch at <laughs> bitch <Et> bitch <laughs> Uh, I don't even know how to follow that up, but to say, uh, yeah, we got a crap gone of- different one. I could have gone Epc. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we have buttloads of content coming is what the takeaway here is. And we're not going to be lacking for entertainment on Disney plus. So while it may have been slow <laughs> to get things, and there were a lot of people talking about the only thing I care about and what I watch is the Mandalorian. Well, you're going to have a bunch of other things to pick from soon. It sounds like, and that is exciting. And that is the promise upon which a lot of us pre-bought a few seri- years of it. Yeah. Disney plus it's made three, the best yet. Three years of Disney plus I bought Well, the best thing on there right now is the Mandalorian. Willie one second. Let me look up. Yeah. Though I have been enjoying, I've been, I started back at the beginning. I've rewatched all of uh, ultimate Spider-Man. I'm like four seasons into that show, which I love that cartoon. Mm-hmm. All right. So Disney plus has its best, thing ever on it right now so i agree with gargoyle sky high is available on disney plus apparently from what i'm seeing no no gargoyles 
I said what I said, Chris. You're so wrong. Said what right, I man. said. Sky High is great, Chris? but it's no gargoyles. Chris, how's the fifth <laughs> element? I, I've heard it's a great and wonderful movie. Yeah, let me tell you how great Rebels is. Oh, wait, I can't because you haven't done your end of the bargain yet. Your end of the bargain takes, uh, what, an hour and a half? Two hours? Honestly, I no, forgot about my end of the bargain. How many hours? I'll be honest, I forgot all about that deal. I'm glad you reminded me. I'm on oh, vacation yeah. until January now, so I'll watch it. I got plenty of time. Hey. I get the worst of the brunt of this only just to make you and just to let you see something that you would enjoy. Me, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this shit or not. Do I really care? You're coming, I don't know. You're coming out there with a real optimistic attitude when you say you don't know if you're going to enjoy this shit. Thank you. Yeah, yeah damn right. It's Star Wars. <laughs> I'm only I'm I watch the movies. I know the story, but I'm not a Star Wars guy. That's fair. That's fair. Looking at the time right now, though, we do need to start wrapping things up. We got like 10 minutes to wrap it all up because, yeah. It's almost one o'clock my time, I realized. Oops. Oops. So as we wrap things up each week, we do a little segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and or nerdy things we'd be getting into so that maybe, just maybe, you might want to go check them out yourselves. I'll kick things off with what I've been getting into because I actually remembered to make a list this time. I finished Big Mouth Season 4. It was funny. I don't think it was as good as the earlier seasons of the show. Willie, Willie, what's that? Uh, what's that? Ooh, I made a list. I made a list. I remember things. Who needs to remember shit? Uh, Willie, you're the one that talks about how you never remember things. I know, like you, and not watching the Fifth Element. <laughs> no, that's just a choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, we made a deal. You're going back on your deal. You're the piece of shit in this thing, <laughs> no, not I've me. Just, I've just not initiated the deal yet. You're gonna be at con. <laughs> I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to throw you. <laughs> All right. Other stuff I've been getting into continuing my watching of the third season of young justice. It is really good. I think I watched another three episodes right now. I haven't done a ton on it. And then uh cyberpunk 2077 picked that up on Friday and started playing. And I talked enough about that in the cyberpunk segment of the show. I don't really need to share anything extra there. And then I'm on vacation until January 4th at this point in time, because I had so much user lose leave. I had to burn it all so that I didn't lose it. I don't know what I'm also, going to do with myself. Well, when you handed it in, did you say this is my burn notice? No, I did not. Because I just Shut emailed up. them and said I'm taking this time off. <laughs> Missed opportunity. You could have been I, Bruce Campbell, but no. I guess. another punk bitch. I mean, I wish I was Bruce Campbell. That'd be the life. Yeah. That'd be the chin. That'd be the chin. I mean, who doesn't want to be Bruce Campbell? Nobody. That's who. Everybody you get to be wants. in the original Spider-Man movies. All of them. You get to be in the games. You get to be in you Hercules. You get to be in Evil Dead. Oh, that's something that was announced at the Game Awards I saw. New Evil Dead game. Yeah, and Sorry. new Mass Effect game, too. Yeah, who cares? Shut your Chris cares. fucking face. Oh, were you so excited about the last one? Were you so happy about it, how it came out and turned <laughs> out? That's what I thought. I, and if you've read what I said about the new Mass Effect game, I am still excited, but I don't know if I can oh, trust Bioware to pull it. it off because I don't know that the new Bioware can do it. And I do know enough about you, it. I will give you they're not working on an Iron Man game. Well, I forgot, you forgot the title of it. Look, what was it called, if, Dockman? Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> if you watch the trailer to the new Mass Effect, it hints at some Anthem, of the things Anthem, that are Anthem, coming. Gotcha. But that, that's all I'll say on that. But that's what I'm getting into. Bachman, how about yourself? Uh, let's see. Yeah, playing some video games. Um, the Apex uh, didn't their, started their holiday bash, so they're doing their uh, uh, seasonal thing, which has been awesome. Uh, a tweet went out from uh, the Titanfall blog, which is really cool. Talking about the fact that in the last year, Apex did four new seasons, two from home, a new map, crossplay, Steam release, seven major events, 12 LTMs, and killed one legend, Rip Forge. They did that all within the last year. 
Like that game has had so much updated since it came out. It's just amazing. But yeah, I've been playing a bunch of the holiday bashes. It's fun. And then um, logging into Dead by Daylight daily on my PlayStation 4 and my PC accounts because they've been doing blood points every day or blood shards. They've been doing uh, holiday giveaways for uh, little charms, for sweaters, for the survivors. They've had, I think it's a, a charm or a sweater every week. And apparently that's going to keep going. It's the advent calendar that are running all the way to uh, January 3rd. So yeah, if you ever play Dead by Daylight, you should be logging into your account every single day. Because every day you're getting like 500 shards or 10,000 blood points. Uh, one of these days coming up, I think, I don't know if it's today or tomorrow, maybe Tuesday. Uh, they're doing another bonus like 300,000 blood point giveaway. Where it's literally you just log in, bam, here's a ton of blood points. So yeah, it's awesome. They're you know doing a, a fun holiday thing for... Uh, for their Christmas version of the game. Yeah, they're doing more for Christmas than they did for Halloween. And happy reset day, Bachman. Oh, that's true. It is. Yeah, it's the 13th. So yeah. Frank reset. Everything will be fun today. And then, yeah, uh, doing that, uh, reading some comics. Uh, I finally got through. Um, oh, damn it. What was it? I just finished all the Jeff Lemire uh, Animal Man. And so I went on the Comixology reading app and I finally downloaded um, the, the Alan Moore Swamp thing. So I just started the anatomy lesson, which is considered like one of the greatest uh, comic books about Swamp Thing ever. It's when you find out that Alec Holland, it's when Alan Moore changed the storyline to where Alec Holland didn't actually survive the explosion. His body didn't turn into like a vegetated monster. It's basically his consciousness went into vegetation and that vegetation thinks it's a man. So like Swamp Thing's body has what look like lungs but they're a chunk of vegetable. Like they don't function. They don't breathe. He actually is just a living consciousness in vegetation. And that's why he can't be killed. And so, yeah, it's, it's a great fucking story. What I've read so far, I'm like halfway through it and they're just a really good trade paperback. So yeah, just enjoying the hell out of the comiXology unlimited. I think like six bucks a month, just the, the sheer amount of trade paperbacks you get access to. Like I read death, the high cost of living, I read all those Animal Man books. I read, I've just been reading a ton of stuff. But yeah, I'm onto the Swamp Thing now, which has been really good. And then, uh, yeah, started watching you know, the, the Christmas stuff. Uh, last weekend, uh, we watched, uh, me and the girlfriend sat down and watched uh, Die Hard and Lethal Weapon 1. Uh, last night, we built uh, little Lego Christmas ornaments, which were really cute. And then put up my, you know, con uh, my um, condo Christmas tree, which took about all of two seconds. <laughs> Sit it down, plug it in, it's done. And then uh, we watched uh, The Christmas Chronicles. I hadn't watched that, which came out, I think, like two or three years ago. The uh, the one where Kurt Russell is Santa Claus. So wow. we watched the first one of that. And then, yeah, looking forward to the second one. Because, yeah, really kitty, really cute. But, like, it was very Christmassy. It was fun. It was a nice, like, just enjoyable watch. And, yeah, it's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. And then at the end, you know, you get Goldie Hawn as Mrs. Claus. Like, no nothing in the world is wrong when you have Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Much less when Kurt Russell does a dancing singing sequence as Santa. Mm -hmm. And basically you see his inner Elvis. So yeah, it was awesome. And then yeah, other than that, what I've been getting into is a work because I finally got a goddamn job after like eight months and loading packages for UPS is not easy work. I'll just say that I've been That's more sore. Of this. It is a definitely good workout. I'm pretty sure I've already lost about five pounds just in pure sweat. Like I already f literally feel lighter. I've already blown out one pair of boots and yeah, I got to do a bunch of laundry this week or this uh, today for the week. So I've got work clothes to go to work in. But yeah, I'm working a twilight shift four to ten each night, six days a week from or five days a week from now on, six hours a night. And yeah, it's 
like 32 degrees out Friday night and like I was sweating balls wearing just a t-shirt. And yeah, it's it it is really fun labor intensive work, but yeah, I like the place I work, I like the people I work with. So as long as as long as my body doesn't fail me, I, I think it's going to be a really nice job. I like the place, so I'm nice. enjoying it. I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been getting into. Willie? Willie, you get to, I will not use the term I want to, you get to finish Wrap it things up. up for us. I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077, uh, C before. Uh, been, what have I been doing this week? I haven't been doing shit this week. Yeah, I haven't been doing anything this week. That's all. <laughs> well, thanks, Willie. Quick um, and easy. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call me, quick and easy Willie. Oh, yeah. Th- I did forget. Yeah, I mentioned at the top of the show, but I also got my Twitch affiliate email. So starting this week, I am restarting my... I haven't actually sat down and redone my schedule. I think I'm going to have to do like noon to two on Mondays and Wednesdays on my Twitch channel. But yeah, I will start my official streaming as a Twitch affiliate this week. Probably tomorrow at noon Mountain Time, which should be 2 p.m. Eastern. Nice. Because I have to go earlier and I can't stream as late because I have to go to work now every night. (laughs) Well, on that note, I think we have just about finished things up. Before we shut this thing down, I do want to remind everyone, we stream this show live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over at Geeks.Live, the official streaming home of the Gonna Geek Network. If you're there right now, you can scroll down to the bottom of the page and view a calendar of all of our upcoming live events. Keep an eye on that because with the holidays coming up, that calendar is probably subject to change for any show that's on there, including our own. We haven't figured out what, if any, holiday break we may be taking. So stay tuned and we'll let you guys know going mm. forward. I don't know what days Sundays are. Oh, yeah, because what Christmas is on a Friday this year, right? Isn't I believe Christmas it's on a Thursday? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, and uh, New Year's Eve, I think, is on a Friday as well. I don't remember. It all blurs together. Uh, that being said, we True. are going to shut this thing down. Before we uh, shut down the show, though, you guys have any final thoughts for the folks that are watching live or listening later? You better watch your backs, Disney execs. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Willie's coming hard for Epcot. That's what I got out of this. <laughs> He's going to take Epcot out and make it his biatch. On that note, we are getting out of here. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us, and we will see you next week for more shenanigans. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 